Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. A spoiler-ridden episode of Fireteam Chat. I'm Destin Laguerre, your host. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Fran Mirabella. Hey, Guardians. And Sean Finnegan. Chomp, chomp, I'm back. There Everybody is. is back, and we are talking about Warmind today. We're going to be talking about our campaign thoughts, what we think about the social space, what we think about the sandbox and exotic adjustments, and, of course, PvP, which I'm sure CJ has played a little bit about. Absolutely. A little bit of. I'm sure there's not too many spoilers there. But <laughs> let's get right into it. So we've all finished the campaign of Warmind. Now, it's about two hours long, maybe two and a half if you're taking your time. Mm-hmm. But I want to get everybody's impressions. You guys can probably read my review in progress on IGN right now. But CJ, what was your your impression? So I want to let Sean go first because he had the hot take. And I want to – Hot take first. I think that's a reductive <laughs> analysis of what I would say about the campaign. Maybe. I felt very mad about it. You know, like – the problem I've had with Destiny, like I think most Guardians have had with the game over the last like year, is that uh, Destiny has kind of descended into this like state of mediocrity, and I think this campaign is just more of that. Like it's not bad; it's just not the resurgent comeback that I was hoping for. I'm nodding to say that I've heard you, but I think you're wrong. <laughs> you liked it. You thought it was great. I think the campaign is definitely like what did we even do? Is a market you awoke Rasputin. dramatic improvement over Curse of Osiris. Yes. Now that is comparing okay, it yeah, to that. That's a really Understand. low bar to clear. Okay. <laughs> but just for clarity, because right I feel like if right you haven't reduce. touched it yet, that's yeah. kind of important news. It's way better than Curse of Osiris. I don't know. I was hoping for way more. Like, if you take a look at who, like, we've been hinting, there's been all these little hints in it's the short. Destiny lore about who Rasputin is since the very beginning of Destiny, not even just Destiny 2. Like he's this rogue war mind. Like the war minds were these AI species that the humans designed during the golden age to defend humanity. And then at some point something went wrong and the most powerful of them is like this thing that can't be trusted or can he? Mm-hmm. He's this powerful weapon. He's the most powerful being in the universe. Whatever, right? He and then is those things. That's the reveal we got. But the campaign He talks to us for like two seconds and is like – He confirmed he's all those things you just said. Yeah, by – okay, indication. <laughs> he's just like, I am the thing they said. So the <laughs> campaign is the reveal of Rasputin and it's – the missions afterward where you learn a little bit more about him, how him and Anna Bray are going to be working After together. the campaign? After the campaign. Oh, I haven't done those. So like when, you, when you do all the adventures, the adventures are actually quite interesting. And you yeah, can, and I've done a handful of them. And I'm sure – and, and the quest that you get immediately afterward, you kind of work in tandem with the Warmind. Yeah, and, and I've and done – And I enjoyed that aspect. And I did too. Like I've done a handful of the adventures and I think that – I actually think that adventures are cool because they give us little story pieces to like add to the main narrative. But that main narrative for me kind of fell flat. Like I was hoping for some awesome HAL 9000 moment and we kind of get that and then I'm like, oh man – like here it comes. It's about to like it's about to hit the fan. Like oh my god! Like we let war we let this war mind go. Like Rasputin's awake and now he's like talking to us, and that's where it ends. And I was like, no! Like why is it got to be like that? Like you want more? You want more to happen with? Yeah, I don't know. I know. And me and Fran were actually talking about this kind of just off the top off the air. But like 
when his point was like, when has that ever been a focus for Destiny, like a big campaign? And yeah. I recognize that that's not the case. It is for me, though. I personally, as a Guardian, want really strong storytelling and campaign uh, elements because that's what initially engages me in the game. And so when I don't get that, See, I'm I pretty... like the gameplay. I play for the gameplay. I mean, but we all recognize that the gameplay is good. No, I mean, I'm being like that is important to establish here, though. And I, I agree, by the way, some people really go in for that narrative. Um, but as I listen through and I feel like, yeah, we're a few years back having the same conversation. Well, well you yeah, expected yeah. a story moment. Especially after all these years. That's that the really word. has yeah. let you down. Like I, on that, I'm like, I totally can see that. I agree with you. But I kind of – I want to know what people thought of the gameplay, the missions, the waves well, of enemies, the I mean the I boss. get that, but like yeah. how yeah. – okay, but let's the talk about it. The structure of the mission of that, right? is, is fantastic. That's way better. Yeah. The boss Cyrus. design was great. It was really, really intriguing. Sean needs his You can borrow mine, dude. I mean – Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's four things. So that's yeah. the reason why I wanted Sean to go first. So just hearing you, that – that is, I think, going to be totally the opinion going forward. I think online. a lot of people are going to share that just for sure. And like that was Warmind after all these years, right? But I think Fran hit the the nail on the head. Like, do you expect that from Destiny or not? Because I, mean, I, yeah. I don't expect that from Campaign Destiny anymore. I well, think why? initially, I whether did, you expect it or not, issue. I, I, yeah, I don't have an issue with the storytelling like you guys do. I'm surprised to hear that you are all so negative about it because actually hey, don't throw me in that boat. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not. The, I'm the, not like the yeah, story Bife, you know, told. Bife might be. I don't know how he feels. The but, story yeah. told within <laughs> Warmind was interesting. You have Zavala who's saying you probably shouldn't wake this thing up. You have yeah, Anna why? saying that we're going to wake it up. Well, because he doesn't do know what that. it's going to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, he but, says that pretty powerful. Yeah. And, like, and based on the lore like, from Destiny One, we don't really know much about the Warmind. Based on the lore from a different game we played three years ago, this is my thing. Is like during the campaign. Story. Yeah. yeah, but I played Destiny 1 as much as anyone else did, more than some people, and obviously not as much as some of you. But, like, the whole time through the campaign, I'm like, what is Zavala's deal? Like, mm-hmm. he clearly remembers <laughs> that jaded. this thing, like, betrayed us or something at the at, – Well, like, think about it. It's through his whole, like, life he's been betrayed by, yeah. like, things, and then, like, and everything goes to I crap, get it, but the whole time – And he's got to pick it up all over again. But, like, yeah. I'd be a little nervous, too. It's just, like, that whole <laughs> part of his, his – his Zavala's distrust of Rasputin isn't fleshed out at all. It's just indicated throughout the whole time. He's like, I don't trust this thing. Why are you doing I this agree. It's not, We can't trust this thing. They, they and at some point, I'm just like – Dude, Rasputin's supposed to be the most powerful AI war mind ever, and you don't recognize the importance that a weapon like that could be. No, in this he's fight. saying that he doesn't want to have to be like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, the tower's been destroyed." Yeah, it's just <laughs> sorry, everybody. I thought it, my bad. It's just to so one dimensional. Really clear. Zavala's like, "Hey, you're wakening." An atomic bomb. Right. Maybe you should like stop for two seconds yeah. and stop worrying about your family heritage and think about the implications. It could attack of us and, and, and kill I, I felt like that was made clear. Yeah. And I is, think it's pretty simple. It's like yeah. Anna has That's an emotional point, though, family is attachment. That it's simple. And it's he's the guy. Simple. It's super simple. That's okay. Good. I you want it to be. Okay. Yeah. Basic. I, but that's what I'm saying. Two like, I don't want it to be simple. I want it to be nuanced and subtle and awesome. He speaks Russian. <laughs> this is kind of complex. Yeah. yeah. Like, that it was sounds cool. cool. He, he sounds cool. amazing. Awesome. Like, Destiny, in terms of, like, its design is always amazing. Like, yeah. great well, art, I, great voice acting. I don't mean to sound flippant, by the way. I, I agree with a lot of your points in that. It is simple. It's two-note. But I think it was reasonable. So I was just saying, I think it's reasonable that Zavala was, like, super skeptical. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always that guy. He's like, yeah. hold on a second. This is going to, like, ruin us all. Yeah. Um, he's, mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, but I would have just loved to have seen fate. that explored more because yeah. it would have like, added what levels. Yeah, because, like, what, what do we really know about Rasputin? Like, other – like, 
this campaign told us nothing more than we already knew about Rasputin. That's my problem is like the little hints we've gotten about how he interacted with humanity in the past from all the way back to Destiny 1. None of that was added to. Yes, it was. He talks about how it was used in the past by different factions yeah, but that's and so, how he wants to change it in the future. But that's so one And he's note. saying, I'm going to help you and here's the reasons why I'm going to help you. But he didn't give us those reasons. Yes, he does. He just gives end. us this. No, he gives us yeah. this one note thing about like I was being used in the past. Now I get to choose what I want to do, and it's like okay. Well, how is that like, any different? What? What about you? CJ hasn't said much. How long are we going to talk about that yeah. story? Dude, this is I, fine. Sean this didn't fine. like the story. Sean has I disagree with him yeah. almost entirely. Uh, really? And the rest, I thought the story was pretty good. I thought it was one of the best, most cohesive stories that we have had in Destiny in a long oh, time. And it was refreshing. Like the Taken was King the takes offense to you. Yeah. The Taken, the, the King. Taken King was a well-constructed narrative. Yeah. Taken you, King was actually Rise of Iron okay. was one of the most. Yeah, Rise of Iron, I think, as well, too, just yeah. because of the way even yeah. if the ending's a little. The, the end, yeah, but even still, usual. the ending, yeah, felt amazing when you're running out of there. There felt like a sense of, like, oh gosh, am I going to survive? And mm-hmm. I didn't get that feeling here, mostly. So there's a lot of, yeah. there are those cool moments, like, if you want to talk about gameplay, there are those cool moments in this campaign as well. Like, I enjoyed playing with the, what's the weapon called? Javelin. Phoenix. Yeah. Jab- all the javelin. The javelin is yeah. that what it is called? I Where it was you can charge it up, yeah, and yeah, throw yeah. it. Or... Like I thought that was interesting. Else. I thought the boss fight was <laughs> pretty cool. But other than that, like other than those two things, like what really about the gameplay was that different than anything else you've already done in Destiny? Well, the sandbox tuning made it made it more fun. Yeah, like, running around the graviton lance and just watching explosions. That's okay, sound that's all over. A, that was incredibly thought. That's not a campaign analysis. You mean the design right? of each thing? Well, well I like... wanted to talk about the gameplay of the campaign. And yeah, like, so the thing. The worm, the worm encounter was really neat at the end. Yeah. The final boss, I really enjoyed that, and, uh, and the boss it actually before. fell on me. And I was like, "All right, whatever." Oh, did it actually fall? Yeah, did I, it kill I, I, you? I yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, see, I didn't see, know that. It I kept was... launching. You know how it launches you up into the air? It kept launching me into things above me, and I would die. Just oh, like really? Oh, that was crazy. Was I kept like hitting the roof. I like. And stuff. I like how the. Um, I call them witches. The wizard was yeah. constructed, how yeah. it was multifaceted, yep. multi-phased, and yep. uh, you had like many bosses group. throughout the, the encounter. Yeah. But that it, is a strike encounter part <coughs> of the campaign. <clears throat> so it's a negative that they're just repurposing campaign missions and strike for me still. As strikes. Yeah, yeah I, I don't enjoy that. And PlayStation, they get the only the exclusive, exclusive yeah. strike that's that. new. That's – come on. Major like, bummer. Yeah, yeah that's, that's weird. That. So we just get repurposed campaign content and, and the PlayStation players are getting – Actual right. strikes. I like that you said we as you're not a PS4 player. Oh, anymore. I mean, I still am doing it. I actually uh, logged on to grind up yeah, a little okay. bit. And so. I don't know, man. I, I just players. feel like you're so jaded from playing so much Destiny, and I get the expectations, yeah. but on a core gameplay loop and a gameplay design, I personally felt. I hopped onto Mars and I thought I was worried I was just going to be surfing around on brown hills and I wasn't really sure and the big buildings and frankly we've seen a lot of it. On one hand, it was cool to go back to when you're in those moments. I felt that like yeah. sentimentality to Destiny 1 but going underground into the ice caves and stuff, I felt a real sense of wonder. There's some empty gaps between fights where I did feel like they were a little long yeah. but it's very pretty. I am playing on PC so mm-hmm. maybe that was embellished a bit but I did feel kind of a sense of wonder in there. I felt... I was fine with the hive coming back. Again, a sense of nostalgia that came back to me as I was tearing through it with crimson and whatnot. Um, And so anyway, I I felt good about the pace of it is all I'm saying. Whereas with other campaigns previously, it just has felt a little off. And so I think at least on that merit. I had fun. I'm looking forward to playing through it again with yeah. another character, not as if it's this incredible thing that's never happened before, but through the lens of I like this style of gameplay. I like shooting stuff. Bungie's 
core gameplay loop on gunplay yeah. is awesome. So it felt good. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the most amazing game in the world or anything on Correct. its own, but it like the two hours felt good to me. Us Whereas three. it was so different before. Well, That's all I wanted to point out. It felt like yeah. this to me. Us three have talked yeah. a lot. I really want to hear from CJ. Why is it too much? So what were you, 30, what do you want to say about the 30 second take? Uh, yeah, I actually got to the part where I said, okay, the boss mechanics are really well done. I wish there was more of that. I played it as a single player person. Oh, that's me too. The, that's the way to do it. Me Playing too. it with more than two people. Just tear through everything. There's yeah. no, it feels too easy. So when you're playing a single player, uh, you're, you know, the, yeah. the wizard one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot too. Uh, I didn't actually know the worm could kill you. Did you die? <laughs> we, we had defeated it. It was myself and Gamma and okay. the worm fell on me. That's crazy. At the yeah, very end. Yeah, at the very end. It was okay. kind of funny. But like, it's still a half state. Yeah, yeah. So, so you still defeat it. Well, no, it was like coming down. I'm like, are you going <coughs> that way or that worm way? And I went the wrong yeah. way. The worm didn't knock you off. It knocked me off once. So oh, yeah. No. I was busy killing ads. And that I turned around. The, it was sliding right at me. And it so knocked yeah. me off. that's yeah. what I was wondering. Like, is the worm able to, I was waiting for it like to come back at you and eat you. And then you might need to like break free from it or something. So hey, that would have been a really cool gameplay. Eat you and eat world down there. Exactly. And so, that I thought. Well, they didn't do that, but they did have him like come across the actual map. They and did, and even kill the they little enemies that were on the ground. But like I said, just that's a great good. example of something they could have done that would have been different. So they haven't done before. They haven't done this before, though. I felt like you're crit. saying they didn't do a different thing. So what they did is bad, and that I don't agree. That's with. what I was trying to separate. No, yeah. they did. Your review. Of they this didn't is do what I want. But they did this other cool thing. But they didn't do what I want, so it's bad, and that's what I take issue with. Yeah. No, but it's not different. Like, no, when point. have we ever fought a worm before that would go through the middle of the map? This has not happened. Like, yeah. we don't have to come in the show and just say bad things all the time. <laughs> that was that is not what I'm saying. All I'm oh, saying okay. is, like, if you could change yeah. that out for a – if you could yeah. change that worm out for an ogre, it'd be the same fight. He would slither across the map? Uh, or like like Fogoth, he sits in the middle you of the map. You do just like, crit a boss. I mean, I understand yeah, what you're like, saying. It's but not like that, no, different. But, but no, you don't. It's because, three phase. Because it, yeah, it's three phase. Like even with the, the wizard before, you had That's to like – four phase. Yeah, you had to like get the orb and then kill a knight and then like disactivate See, the crystals and I stuff like that. I actually thought that that yeah. was the more interesting fight. It was. It like, was really well wizard? done. Yeah. yeah. Because and especially like, as a solo player, to... you need to actually understand that they're trying to design the game with three in mind. But when you go into the campaign with three, it feels feels too easy mm-hmm. so there's no hard mode I, mean, I don't disagree concern, i played it solo right? too yeah. yeah but like what i'm saying is we haven't at least that i can remember we haven't had an, a boss encounter before where i had to destroy an ad use that ads like glowing orb thing to disable a shield and then damage the boss i, I will that give was you an that. interesting mechanic i will give you that i like that mechanic a lot the worm thing was just too, like yeah. use this special weapon on it yeah i wish the worm and don't let it hit you especially like, that's not I'm, interesting i'm playing that's bottom. every boss fight we've ever done yeah, I'm playing God of War right now, and I will say that um, definitely the progression level of the bosses and what you're able to fight and what you get put into. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't feel like there's a sense of actually like I'm getting stronger in Destiny. It's I got weapons and I'm going to shoot this thing. Yeah, and that's it. Which and is so, a lot of fun. So, so I get it. It's fun, but right now away. even the worm, like when it was like vying towards me, I was like, okay, I'm just going to hide behind this like brick wall. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to chill here. So here's and the I thing. wish you, you would have got... maybe circled around and I would have felt some sense of like, oh, he might kill me. But for the yeah, most I mean, part, man, I, yeah, I, the weeds know. here, man. We're like, no, I mean, this is good though. This is good. Play, you, like, you, got, you guys are like, all yeah. into <laughs> like the campaign and the campaign gameplay. And there are well, actual that problems that we need to be discussing. And that is the grind. <laughs> 
the way that they've decided to throttle the grind in Destiny 2, and that's sort of kind of in the, the sandbox topic of the show, and we're also, uh, is kind of an issue. And preface that we are literally like 24 hours after the launch of it. Mm-hmm. So, again. Escalation Protocol, for example, recommended light 370. The game basically hits you at a wall around 345. Soft. You yeah. don't level up for doing heroic strikes, which are rated 350. Heroic strikes drop loot. That is 335? Yep. When you're doing it at 345 and it's rated for 350, that is bizarre mechanics that I I'm okay totally leaned into the that, feedback though. everybody said it was too easy yep. if I'm they doing threw- a 350 encounter I get 350 loot that's how video games work no not this one know. you have to get a power according Ingram. to Destin Laguerre okay. yeah. game design that's how every <laughs> you play World of Warcraft and I have Played. to bring this up <laughs> <laughs> like really? You're saying yes? If I do so, a three, it drops if blues three, at three thirty-five, right? Not legendary. You don't get though, anything, right? Sean. But what about legendary? And the three thirty or whatever your lights at, you get no power increase <laughs> whatsoever for doing an encounter that is above your light level. Yeah, you're not rewarded for that increased level cap yeah. unless there you're is, getting the power angle. Yeah, the only way you get it is by doing three heroic strikes and then getting rewarded from Zavala, and then that's it for the week. And that's how they decided to incentivize. So it can be one engram a week. You at have the max? To you get one powerful engram for doing three heroic strikes from Zavala for the the. It's like flash the weekly. Yeah, I mean, for the so week. What they've yeah. done, like you know, they went harder into the soft cap is three forty five, but it's strictly power engrams on a weekly churn. That's the only way you're going to level up. There's no like that's the point. It doesn't matter what you do otherwise. Once you've got your power engrams, it's not like and in other words, same thing when the raid layer launches just because it's a higher level, it's not like you're going to get he- bigger drops. But that's so not the, the wa- only right. weekly, right? You can acquire power engrams through other the activities, flashpoints, flash yeah, the raid, the yeah. nightfall. Okay, so arms. at this like, point there's, there's like 11 of, of those, right? Yeah, and you yeah, know what level you can hit? 350. So that's the max. Three fifty is the max for if the you power did, engram. So I have three events week. to do. I'm going to be like three fifty, three fifty five by the time I've completed all the encounters that I can do. I haven't touched maybe, my power engram. Maybe three sixty. I haven't touched my power engram. I'm about three forty four, three forty five. Mm-hmm. So like I, I stay away from them until <laughs> I get. Yeah, I'm trying to get to that soft cap at least and a little above, kind of like we did uh, originally, and then I'll start dropping power engrams. So here, here is my only sort of qualm with it. Um, Escalation protocol. You are totally locked out of until you're three seven. Well, you can participate. You can do in it. it. Sort of. Yeah. You're not going to pass. Well, that's You're not going to get a reward, but you can join in and you can activate it, but you're going to get wrecked. Yeah. And that's what we wanted. It but is. But to advertise so heavily that Escalation Protocol is like a new, new piece of content that you can play, and that's all that they've been talking about. Escalation Protocol is an end game activity. By the way, after you complete that two-hour campaign, you don't have a lot left to do. Go back and play that old content. Well, Go play our old content, and then maybe you'll be ready for the three seven encounter in like two to three weeks. Yeah, is a big challenge. But I, think, I was feeling something. Thinking back to Destiny One, like that's kind of in a, and again what we wanted. Like if you think about each raid coming out, we grinded that raid. We grinded Dark Below when it came out. We grinded Taken King, and we all said, you know what? I wanted the power level to be higher to be able to play those raids and incorporate that into my light level. That's what this is, indirectly, right? We're playing old raids. Old, you know, content and getting to light level. So to me, like, I'm not sure what else they're supposed to do because if we grinded right up to 370 or 60 or whatever we did before, we'd be at the same spot that we were with the launch of Destiny 1, which nobody liked. So I don't know. Yeah, no, there's exactly. Like, I don't know the solution here. I mean, to me, it's like at least Escalation Protocol looks like something to achieve and beat that's difficult. You can't even participate, though. Well, you can participate, but you might not beat it. You can shoot the bad guys who will one-hit you. 
Right. Basically. But so unless like you potentially join other people or this higher ranking people, like I think there's something to be said for at least what they're thinking of now is, hey, you're not going to be able to beat all the content day one. And mm-hmm. and so I appreciate that. It does feel like an artificial stretch, though. That speaks to That's, us. I know what you're saying. What about the dad who doesn't play 400 hours of Destiny? They're just never going to experience Escalation Protocol. Get good. I think <laughs> didn't you say that last week? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but that's fair. I think they're trying to, to, to actually find a spot that balances that. So I played through the first phase, defeated the first boss, but you have to do that three times to even get the first reward. Yeah. So it's like a huge, long event. They could have so, like ste- like separated it out a little bit so that people could at least experience the the easier version of it around 350. I, see, and then the, the hardest thing counter should be end so, game activity. So see, I you're just saying you totally can't do this. Until I, you're I see a diff- different problem, which is I, so to be fair, I've not even touched escalation protocol, Yeah, but we knew it was an end game activity. And I like that there's multiple end game activities yes. now, because that's the other side of this, which yeah. is there's once the raid layer is done, what am I going to do? They have an actual big, difficult end game activity. Yep. Frankly, I think that's where they put the bets in because once you level up, what are you really going to do? Hopefully, you know, again, I haven't played it. Hopefully it's fun. What I see is what you're getting at before. There's not a lot in between. To our campaign and then strikes from within the campaign that yeah. you're like, well, I already did that. If they had more strikes that were exclusive, I think that alone would help. Not exclusive, um, just available. And even yeah. just like a couple adventures and like, again, I haven't played them all, but there's not like a number of unique adventures that really no, the are adventures happening. are pretty good actually. But are they more unique to go through? Yeah. Okay. Well, they took me to a whole new area of Mars. Really? Actually, that see, I, I haven't never done that see before. That's cool. And I was like, oh, this is really neat. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. in the middle, there's just not enough meat. You know, mm-hmm. in the middle, but I like I actually, yeah. from the sound of it, I like that you have to get good to get into Escalation <laughs> Protocol because there it like, is. once you get there, hopefully it feels rewarding. You know? Yeah, because yeah. to me, I think My- in, in two weeks, sorry, like Escalation Protocol will eventually just feel like, hey, let's just group up with three people and crush this. So I'm glad at least right now yeah. it's okay. Maybe I pair up with some random people who are grinding it out. And magically, we beat it, and I'm under level. Yeah, you I want to be clear. To be good my, enough. I yeah. want to be clear. My issue is not with the challenge. My issue is with the challenge throughout the entire activity. It's just be 370 or don't even touch this. Right. Right. And I'm like, I hear you. Hold up. Like, I ha- just to get the level three reward, I have to play for like an hour. But it's the same as the raid. That's all I'm reward. saying. Yeah. Like to and get like, to the raid, yeah, got to level up. So, like, if you look at it through that, that's all I'm saying. That is the type of activity they want it to be. This but is I, the hardest activity that you can do until we know what the raid layer level is. What I'm tra- here's what I'm it's trying. It's probably harder than the raid. It, like, if this is if this is recommended 370, then the raid layer is probably going to be recommended 370. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Like, I assume escalation protocol is harder. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm wondering: is it, just assume that it's like the raid layer. Now we've got two, mm-hmm. and like prestige nightfall, and you've got these really hard things. What would you have maybe wanted to see in between that? I I, I told like, you meaning, exactly you what want I want. See it easy? should have been raid layer through level three is three fifty. Then you have a step up to like three sixty five. Then you have a three. So you just wanted this activity that was fine. The activity itself is just you didn't want to have the barrier to entry because yeah. now you got nothing to do until you get up. There. I literally have to go play old content and like I bought Warmind. I want to play Warmind content. Right and. None of that is going to help me get ready for Escalation Protocol, which they've been advertising heavily as the cool new thing to do. Again, what I'm saying is I, I in design, again, since I haven't played it, I kind of like the idea that I got to make my way into it. But there's nothing in between, and that's the problem I have. I, I, like, beat, I beat that first boss. I was like, oh, my God, we did it. What are we going to get? Oh, nothing. Yeah. I have to do that three more times. And I think what you're saying is 
ultimately what I keep mentioning, even with the campaign, like why is there not difficulty settings? Why mm-hmm. is there not, hey, you can tackle this, maybe the five or seven or whatever the phase is at like 330. Yeah. Then if you did 350, you get a different reward. Then if you went 370, you got a different reward or 390. Mm-hmm. So then it feels like you can accomplish some of the tasks. But yeah, I know yeah. it's tough, man. Like I don't Yeah, know I don't know why the they, they don't have hard setting or anything like that anymore. We've yeah. played tons of God of War. I know we all have. I really yeah. enjoy playing a challenge mode. Yeah. Challenging because it, it gets you to think about how you're doing stuff. Like in theory, you play uh, the campaign on harder. It gets you to be like, I need to use this exotic now yeah. because this part's too hard. Um, like why isn't that there? And, and yeah, I felt that with like the Crota raid specifically. Like, oh, when you're playing on hard mode, these wizards spawn, but you know, don't kill the hive knights because if you do, wizards will come. Like, strategy. There's, there's strategy. There was things that were different. So yeah, I really missed that component mm-hmm. of Destiny One, and I think that could solve a lot of what we're talking about mm-hmm. actually. But it, it's sort of a mixed bag. I'm trying to express that it's boring to level up. Once you hit 345, this is like go do the raid that you've done 900 times already to, yeah. to get those power engrams. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand long-term strategies. They want to like stretch out this content, but yeah. it feels falsely inflated right. because well, they've locked you up. Because there's not new things to do. You're yeah. getting at a core issue that we've talked about on the show many times. Is like players who play Destiny don't mind the grind as long as the grind is fun. And you're hitting on the fact that for you, the grind is not fun right now because yeah. there's this gap in between the thing that you want to do and where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. And all that's in between you is stuff we've already done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a problem. What do you think season three players that don't buy expansion to feel like, you know, because they can level up now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically just got to go back to all the old activities and do that. I mean, yeah. the truth, they probably feel like all of us feel mm-hmm. the same. Well, it's it's, like, it's funny you mention that because I was just talking to Zach and he's like, hey, man, I'll be on Destiny for a good solid week and a half to two weeks here. And I was like, yep. And there's a lot of people like Zach who jumped into the game, who just wants to play it for the campaign, the story, get right. cool weapons, expansion. come back maybe for, you know, the raid layers and stuff like that. And then he's like, all right, peace. Right. That's yeah. how they look at it. They're like, I, you know, I like the core gameplay. I played this. I checked out the raid. It was cool. I'm off to my next game. Yeah, so there, yeah. I know Different there is a lot of people like that, and I think that's right now the struggle with Destiny is there's a lot of folks like us who want to play it as, like, the hobby, which is that how they're classifying it. And, yeah, that balance has always been difficult. Hobby versus, and I hate saying the word casual because yeah. I'm getting that out of the vocabulary, but not somebody who grinds as heavily as we do. Uh, it really dawned on me when I was writing the review. I actually just finished it up this morning. Uh, the, what, what's really bothering me and what the problem with Destiny is right now is it's a, it's a loot problem. I don't have any legendary that I care about. Everything is all of an archetype. The armor is not unique in any way. It offers me no unique perks besides visual. And it's just yeah. a checklist. It's a checklist game. And that's not really fun to be chasing after. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so I bought a PC over, like the you know two weeks ago, and I've been playing a lot of PC guests. And guess what game I went back to? Diablo three. And guess what? <laughs> that game was made in 2012, and it's still amazing. Like it mm-hmm. keeps getting better. And I just that's comfort food mm, for you. That's not even comfort food. Like it's legit, objectively <laughs> a really well designed game, and it's yeah, perhaps the best. Like you might make the argument that Borderlands two was as good, but like I think it's the best loot game there is out there because mm-hmm. that loop of just Here's a bunch of randomly assorted different gameplay modes that you do over and over and over again, but they're procedurally generated. So it's the same, but they're different every single time. But you go in, you just – you test out this build, and if the build doesn't work out, you tweak the build, and then you tweak the armor, and then you go back and you're more efficient, and then you get better loot, and then you go back in and you're more efficient and get better loot. And that, that loop of just getting better and better and yeah. better 
up to 70 different levels of difficulty. Mm-hmm. That's what Destiny is missing. And they can introduce Total. all the weapons that they want and all the tweaks they want. But if the grind isn't fun, if that loop isn't fun, then who's going to come back? Oh, I got that new chess piece that's a higher light level. What does it do that special? Nothing. Throw it in the trash that makes me stronger. The trash compactor that compacts it and raises my power level one. Yeah, like... That's not fun. I'm not having fun with Destiny, and that sucks to say. Like, what what Destiny needs is a little bit, on the loot perspective, what Destiny needs is a little bit more depth. Like, there needs to be that Diablo 3 equivalent where I'm aiming to get six-piece set of my particular class armor because it gives me some abs- like some uh incredibly overpowered thing like so i have a 6 piece set in diablo that grants me 1500% increased damage yeah when i activate one of my cooldowns and so obviously i want to get all of those pieces because it makes me like 20 times more efficient so and destiny I, has nothing like that i was speaking earlier about specifically the legendary loot problem let's mm. talk about the exotics and the sandbox changes exotics are really really fun really graviton good. lance sweet business what yep. have been some of your favorite graviton sniper? lance um well the the worm husk oh sorry do you, do you have the uh, hunter helmet I got to get it real quick. Oh, yeah. It's the Wormhouse yeah. Crown. You're the right. Wormhouse Crown, yeah. Uh, just that right there alone as a PvP player, mm-hmm. being able to regenerate my health on Shade Step, that, fuck you. Yeah, that was needed for Hunters. That when I saw the awesome. perk, I'm like, the Hunters should just, yep. they he need to solve it. So I did play a little bit of PvP. I'll get into that. But yeah, Graviton Lance and Skyburner's Oath, I just rocked that a little bit for fun. fun. Like, ah, I think that as a Titan and a Warlock, that'll be a fun so, weapon, just yeah. hovering into the sky. <laughs> Can you combine Wormhouse Crown with like Night Stalker so you go in yes. and you get health? Yes, I do. <laughs> not yeah. try that, but that's crazy. No, it's if really good. It's not already yeah. OP. Uh, and awesome. just the sound design. There was a bunch of sound design tweaks for the weapons as well, too. So yeah, playing through it and seeing Graviton Lance, I actually played with a That's ton. my favorite one. It's by far the best weapon, and it's really good in PvE and PvP. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, yeah, that sense of discovery when a game is new. I will say that, uh, you know, ex- exploring the exotic sandbox, exploring some of the different, like, you know, helmets and perks and stuff like that, I really wish there was more of that. Yeah. The masterwork thing is good. That's coming down the line, so we know that's in the pipeline too. So, yeah, there are a lot of things to chase that are positive. But, um, yeah, I'm interested to see what you think too because you haven't played that much lately. Any exotics you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Well, I mean, I Definitely. the first thing I the first one I grabbed out of my inventory was or out of my vault was Graviton Lance because yeah. like I saw the video on Twitter and was like, that <laughs> that's does right. look really cool. And it and chirps. So, it makes this weird sound. Yeah, yeah like, like, and I love the feel of it. Yeah, like I mean, Destiny's <laughs> always been really good with that. All of the weapons feel really. Yeah good to like shoot and play with but like uh that was the one that really that i played the most Mm -hmm. with i mean i played a lot with minimal title but that's the same yeah sunshot was a little bit less impressive than i thought it would yeah i think it's cool but it's um it's it's, cool when you hit the guys they really got to be grouped up i can never aim sunshot that well i don't know if it's the (laughs) come on guys i don't know i I can never aim that's a clip no (laughs) no with sunshot it's just when you're adsing it's something to do with the the sights it just well it does have a really big it's got crazy huge recoil as well so there's a combination I, of that, but but when I I'm still playing, like it, it's good it, in but PVE. It was not like Graviton Lance. Good, no, which no, but it is, is really amazing. well done. If you can actually see it detonate other guys around, so I went around was yeah. getting some groups. And they definitely yeah, like someone will like explode and knock into somebody yes. else. Yeah. But they got to be close enough. Without yeah. it, it's just kind of a big explosion. Well, so. it's great. It PVP feels like Dragonfly almost in some ways, but uh, it's cool. It's just not like. Yeah. What were your exotic picks? Crimson, man. Let yeah, me tell you. Yeah. Check out Crimson. Yeah. Play it through the PvE uh, campaign. I've heard actually in PvP, not bad if you can get a multi-kill. But, so Crimson's cool now because 
First of all, they just adjusted the way that it's fired bigger mm-hmm. clip, yeah. but um, just the way that it recovers between it. What they described it as, I think, is a little like the feeling of the pace of, say, a better Devils yeah. is now Crimson. You know, feels even though it's bursting, it feels closer to that. Yeah. So number one, that. Yeah. But number two, just going through with the thrall coming at you. Yeah. It was totally Crota's end all over for me, where it was just like <laughs> I was red deathing them with my crimson now. Yeah. But getting health regen and mag refill is just like awesome. I used it all the way like through the latter half, and it was it was actually a lot of fun. Has that? Really- I really did not like crimson before, and that's why I've kind of acting like not acting but i am so surprised i'm yeah. like wow crimson's cool now and that's supposed to get a master uh works range yeah. buff so i mm-hmm. think for pvp Man. when you get that, that could be cool that's gonna be good did you guys actually get some of the drops for um the little elements that actually allow i you? have not okay. people okay. have been so getting what? like tractor cannon in the wild you yes. kind of get them and a catalyst you have to do this i have not yeah, yeah you can get them from public yeah, events and some other places yeah. i think i didn't get it either has anyone messed around with <laughs> sturm and drang, drang? not yet <laughs> but it's interesting it's one of those yeah. more complicated like like, is this cool to use? Yeah. Where like Drang is no. refilling Sturm with like the an 80% is you're not, precision it's shot. It's not cool to use. <laughs> have you used well, it? Right, no, but like there's some part. weapons out there that are yeah. just not cool. And those are two of them. <laughs> oh, so even if they were cool. if they were really good, like yeah, I, mean, I still wouldn't they, care because it basically one shots if you get the perk. It doesn't matter. Like Destiny Destiny is a game where you get style points for everything you wear and everything you equip. And those two weapons are not cool. You uh, lose style points. Oh, yeah. the cool, well, the but, cool fact. We are over on time. I wait, only last question. PvP, so go ahead. Can somebody explain Prismatic Matrix to me? Oh, yeah. Out uh, there? I looked at that and was like, Do what I, is this? Wait, I'm yeah. being serious. I was like so busy. Got to, and I like paused before I cashed in. Uh-huh. the. Fa- so you have a facet yeah. that you can That's turn it. That's do you turn it in? But should I do it do now? I couldn't even do that. Or does it? So does is there it, anything you want? Here's my question: When I cash it in in Prismatic Matrix, this is at Eververse with Tess. Yeah. When I cash it in the Prismatic Matrix, do I get a drop immediately? Yeah. So you okay. get a drop from that chart. As but soon I, I as highly I, recommend if you care about something on there, do all the white ones first. Right. Because so, it'll remove those from your chart. So this is what I was going to say. Chance of getting what you, you want. probably don't want to drop this until the end of the week. You have a chance. You can use it once. You can a week. stack it for three. You get one per week. Actually, I got two this week. You I can think. get up the three yeah but anyway okay so wait till the end of the week is what i'm hearing if you care that much but yeah. it will guarantee you an eververse drop out of that prismatic matrix you get right? so many of those engrams like i yeah got like 10 of those white ones same thing i walked yeah. into test and i was like wow i have That's seven yeah but That's seriously it was kind of confusing for me. i was yeah. nervous oh. to turn it in yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go to Tess. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I did. Like, I, I went and I was like, what is this? And yeah. At that point, I think I'd already <laughs> cashed scared. in. It's free loot. So, yeah, but like, so the, the thing you're talking about turning into Tess, yeah. that's those white sort of. The white engrams. What are they called? No, they no. used to be called bright engrams. Bright engrams. I don't no, know. They, they just have now. new. Um, yeah. Something else engrams. I forget right? what the new engrams are called, but there's new engrams, of course, with the new season. Yeah. But you get, check your inventory. You have a prismatic facet, I think it's called. Which above all the loot in Tess, there's a big purple thing that's called the Prismatic Matrix, and you yeah. jump into it and inspect it, and there's a big core at the center that you turn in this facet, yeah. and you're guaranteed one of those drops when you do it. Yeah, because yeah, I kind of read within that week. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of read that it was yeah. like that, but like I couldn't. I you could only access the parts of the loot. Like I couldn't like redeem anything. Yeah. I don't know. I have to take a collection. Sorry, in the middle. I'm st- it's strange, but it's right. positive. Sorry, last yeah. point of clarity. It's the her inventory in there is that is set for the week. Mm-hmm. So meaning you can use these whenever I think. Yeah. And you can save up to three, but meaning you probably just want to like look at stuff within that week and if something looks good, drop one in. Well, you go into the prismatic matrix chart and it shows you what you can get. 
cash in all your white ones. It'll gray out the ones that you have already gotten through the white engrams. And then if, yeah, there's, if there's something everything. you want to take a roll at, you drop your prismatic matrix in there. Yeah. Potentially, you can get it. Yeah, I mean, the goal is much like Xur, there's a way to get, uh, what is it, the faded well, knockoff angram. table. Yeah. You yeah. can guarantee that you get exactly. something from a, a test that you're chasing. So, yeah. okay, yeah. that clears that up. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the final topic, we are a little over on time. So, I want to give CJ a chance to talk about PvP. I played a little bit. We got Valor, we got Glory. Did yep. you get Redrick Claymore yet? Redrick Claymore? <laughs> yeah, I just picked it up at the vault there. Some people have. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I so I played a few matches of Glory last night. Uh, shout out to Illegalant and Teddy; they jumped in for a few. Um, I will say Valor is nice just to have a rank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going in seeing this number go up. That was the itch thing that I didn't have in mm-hmm. PvP that now is solved for just casual. I think they had some issues with uh, some of the matchmaking things. They tweeted it out, but uh, I don't know if you saw that. How do you online. see it for everyone though? So when you jump into Valor, how do you see you, who's so you pick competitive or whatever? No, no. How do you see CJ's rank? If so I'm that's on the, the thing. Side. That that is the other challenge. That's where Sean is not going to be excited because the issue right now is you equip have your to emblem. equip yeah an emblem okay, in order to, do to see what somebody else's rank is. But oh. when you go in solution if you suck don't wear the emblem but that's <laughs> but that's the thing i mean i mean they're intentionally doing that to limit the you know hostility and some of that toxicity like so that is kind of the issue i wish it was maybe there for glory because glory you want to actually uh kevin put it best peacock a little bit you mm-hmm. want to kind of say hey check me out and when you can actually take your emblem off you're right it kind of nullifies that a little bit mm. uh but it's it's nice at least there's something to chase and there is a visual rank for you internally even though you can't see it yeah i wish they just people. put it on the board i've been saying that since day yeah. one yeah i don't see why not at honestly. this point they're not changing the scoreboard no. until destiny 3. i got not i will say this i got one of the new maps have uh, you played on any? Yeah, I actually liked it. Um, it's a Clovis Bray. Yeah, it's a uh, Mars map. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a Mars map. Uh, it was really good. I liked the fact that it was very kind of uh, close quarters inside when you're walking around, but then mm-hmm. there's these two sort of larger quarters. You can have these range distance fights. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like a pretty good map. I like I it. It feels well balanced. Yeah, it does. Sounds yeah. like Emperor's Respite almost. Like, yeah, I mean, sort of looks like, like it. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, got a, it's got a visual aesthetic, almost like Blind Watch slash. Um, there was the last map that was almost Warmind themed of Rise of Iron. And that was mm. so it's got that kind of vibe to it on Mars, but it played really well. So, so yeah. I'm interested to see what kind of game modes will will work well on that map. But uh, and then the other one's a PlayStation exclusive right. map, so I haven't. I but haven't what did you think of competitive? No radar. That oh yeah. So <laughs> I, I said this last week. I really, Valor. Uh, sorry, that is Glory. Glory. Yes, Glory mm. is the competitive. I really wish that Glory would feature either just straight clash or potentially classic elimination. Uh, I'm a little bit lukewarm on countdown and um, survival as well because I think Steven said it. You know. Yeah, I don't. I did a countdown match. Another person just hit. And it's limited the to those. Yeah, they right came up by me and shot me, and I was like, all right. It is it's, only going to be the, right survival yeah. or uh, yeah. Countdown. And, and I reached out to them and asked. That I, yeah, it is. And so that's the thing. Like, obviously, that is just a playlist thing. They could potentially rotate something else in there. And there's no voting system. So I think I'm interested to see what most people – let us know in the comment section, actually. If you thought of playing Glory, what would you most likely want to see in that gameplay type? Because mm-hmm. I'm interested to see everybody what wants to see Clash and Control. Yeah, clash I know. Control, dude. So I under- make it competitive. I understand yeah. why they're doing that right now. Like I said, tri- I, not enough players. Well, no, I mean they they need to separate. Like these are all modes that require team based communication. There's resing, you no, know, not in survival, but there's resing and countdown. In survival, there's strategy to stay alive mm-hmm. versus 
Every other mode is just run around and shoot people. Requires yeah, zero but, communication. Yeah. It means if your favorite mode is control and you're really good, you can't compete at that level on your favorite mode. Just fundamentally, I don't so that's, support that, that. That is the issue. Right now, they took out negative. elimination. You know what game is? Counter-Strike. Totally not competitive. Right, Sean? And <laughs> it's not that they don't believe that it would. I'm just saying yeah. they're yeah. really limiting your choice. Yeah, what, why they've chosen to just lean into those two game types for competitive, I'm not sure. Like, that's something that I, I would love to Especially know. Especially when they aren't the best for competitive like in destiny like we've talked about how those game modes don't bode well for team-based pvp because like you said in countdown or in survival everyone just team shots and hides because you don't want to expend lives and then in countdown there's this confusion of like oh i'm on offense or i'm defense because it switches every time like why is it that way like countdown works for counter-strike because you play all of the rounds on one side at first you're like in this mentality of like i'm defending sites or whatever Mm. versus i'm attacking them but just like the movement and the speed of Destiny works so well for Clash and Control, yeah. and it does require teamwork. So I don't know why they would exclude those two from the competitive playlist. They, they have acknowledged that uh, a lot of the PvP aspects need rework, and they're, they're working. Or at least give me yeah. the choice. Like, you can include them in there and then allow me to queue up for whichever mode well, I want to. And, and that's what I've said. Like, you know, and Halo 3 and Reach did that. And like, here are a few options. Which game type do you want to play? I think, for me, like... Elimination was just so easy to understand. Res somebody if they're down, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no token, Mm -hmm. there's no anything, and then who, if when all three members die, you're done. That's what was nice about Elimination. There's a lot of rules in each of these game types that I think are difficult, but that's the thing. It requires communication. So is it the mode for you or not? Uh, I mean, I'm going to play it because of the reward incentive, but that's mm. what I said last week. I'm going to grind to get, you know, Redrick's Claymore, but then after I have that weapon, will I still feel the need to play those game modes for that score? And I don't think so. I think I'll probably end up playing more Valor after I get the weapon because Clash and Control. All right. We got to wrap it up, guys. I want to yeah. get your final take, but I want to remind everybody that we'll also be doing a raid run on Friday, hopefully, if I can get light level ready. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be real rough after yeah, that I opening know. encounter. Um, yeah, so that's going to be this Friday, 10 a.m. on IGN.com. Yeah, CJ is also <laughs> going to be playing, right? Yeah, going to be going up against you. And when do we do our little private matches? We, we have to have a I got to get through this review first. All right. And then we will have to do it shortly after. Okay, we'll do it save after. Save it for later, boys. Yeah, we'll so, save it for later. So this <laughs> is the Friday episode of Fireteam Chat. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Uh, final note, guys, what is your take thus far on Warmind? CJ? I like the campaign. Uh, I thought the mechanics of it were really good. It's definitely a play it solo by yourself campaign. Um, and then, yeah, for me, I'm going to keep coming back to PvP. I like a lot of the exotics. I like a lot of the tuning. Uh, but I definitely am excited now for September, which is crazy because you see, yeah. obviously, like this is paving the way for it. September. Yep. John? I was very lukewarm on the campaign, but I do think that there are a lot of bright spots to look forward to. And like mm-hmm. CJ, I'm very excited about what is coming in uh, September. And like CJ, I am very excited to kind of jump into PvP and see what works best, especially now that I'm playing on PC and it's basically a whole new ball game. Right. Yeah, it feels right. good. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling refreshed. You know, it's a short campaign, but like in a game that I really do love and I felt after Destiny 2 launched, I felt this sort of void right now. Yeah. You know, I'm in the honeymoon phase and so at least I do feel a bit refreshed. I haven't faced the grind issue yet, yeah. but I'm looking forward to Escalation Protocol, looking forward to the Raid Lairs, and mm-hmm. I like the sandbox like exploration that CJ was talking about. So in this moment, mm-hmm. it's feeling good and I reflect on when Destiny 2 launched, I had that shine. And then it wore off. So we'll see. I have a lot more to do is what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. at the outset, I'm feeling good. I feel like there's some 
There's a glimmer that is back to it, at least for now. Glimmer? We'll see Big how glimmer? long it, it lasts. Gonna... Cap. Uh, Wait, 100,000. Yeah. See how that yeah. raid layer is, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, for my full impression, you can check out our review in progress on IGN.com right about now, actually. Uh, that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for joining me here in the studio. And until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.